0: Hey, this is Pastor Rafael Rodriguez. Welcome to Restore 2020 Podcast. Go ahead and choose a message. Be empowered, be equipped, be prepared to change your world for Christ Jesus. God bless you. Hey guys. Um, Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Today is Pentecost Sunday. And Pentecost Sunday, we talk about uh, just really focusing on what happened years ago on the day of Pentecost, and that's 50 days after Easter, um, the Holy Spirit showed up, and we can read that in books, uh, Acts chapter one and Acts chapter two. The Holy Spirit showed up to a group of 120 believers, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. They, they were filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, with speaking in tongues of other languages, and there was a great transformation. People heard their own language. People that were visiting Jerusalem at the time heard them speak in their own native language. They heard a bunch of Jewish believers speaking in their own native language. So there was people from all over the world there in Jerusalem at the time. You know what I think about when I think about that time of Pentecost? That God did not separate His presence only for the Jews. He he wasn't there. The Holy Spirit didn't come and transform people for them to transform the world simply from one race. He showed up and minister to a group of people. And he wanted to speak through these people. To those who are listening. To be able to hear in their native tongue. What the Holy Spirit was saying through these people. And here we are. we celebrate celebrating Pentecost Sunday. And we are facing these crazy times. Of racism. Prejudice. And all this stuff that's happening. You know we heard of the recent things that happened in Minneapolis with George Floyd being killed, and then the riots that are happening, the looting, it's actually spreading throughout the whole United States. Uh, my own father-in-law is in Tampa, and just up the street from his house, there's chaos, there's stuff happening. So it's very real. It's very real to me. It's very close to me when it involves my my, my father-in-law. It's uh, very real to a lot of people who live in bigger cities like Tampa, uh, you know, Dallas, and just... Bigger places like that, um, this is real. We're facing a very difficult, challenging time right now. And uh, I want to just encourage us to pray as the people of God. Pray, pray, pray. Now, I spoke from my heart yesterday. I spoke a little bit about breathing after going for a jog. And if you're just tuning in, I'm in my prayer closet. This is my prayer closet where I spend a lot of time in God's Word and praying, seeking God's face. And as I was running yesterday, I thought about every breath that I had to take because I I did a four-mile jog. And I was just breathing heavy, breathing heavy. And I thought about every single breath that I had to take in the midst of my jogging. And I thought about George Floyd, how his breath was cut short, how he couldn't breathe, and how he was begging to be able to breathe. And we breathe without even thinking about it and uh and so i thought about that i thought about how you know the breath that god blew into adam's nostrils how he he brought him to life and how you know god breathed into our us life and those of us who call ourselves believers we've been giving new life we've been giving (laughs) new life in christ and i want to say something if you're for the whole rioting before the whole looting and the whole destruction of neighborhoods and businesses, then I'm going to say, you need to repent. I say that sincerely. I say that lovingly. You need to repent because two wrongs do not make a right. Just because the police took matters in their own hands with George Floyd doesn't give the right for any person, no matter what color, what nationality, or what race they are, to go and cause destruction on businesses, putting other people in danger, hurting other people because they are responding to what they quote-unquote say what happened to George Floyd. And maybe some people are sincerely Responding out of anger for what happened to him. But I also believe that some people are responding, taking advantage of this opportunity to go to Target and rip them off so they can get what they want. And being just piling up their shopping carts, running out the door with their stuff because they're taking advantage of the system and taking advantage of the opportunity now for their selfish gain. And so if you're a believer and you're for it and you're saying, I mean, I say lovingly, lovingly. Repent, get right with God, because that is not the God that we serve. The God that we serve is not for destruction of other people's property or lives. God, the God that we serve is not for a person being killed for no apparent reason. So I'm not saying that it's okay for the cop to kill George Floyd. I'm not saying it's okay for, uh, and I'm not saying that it's okay to riot. Neither one of them. It's okay. Racism is of the devil. It's not of God, okay? God created us to be all his children, every single one of us, red and yellow, black and white. We are precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children, right? Jesus loves every single one of us. And if you are racist and prejudiced, then I have to question whether you have been transformed by God, and if you call yourself a believer, the Holy Spirit is supposed to come inside of us and cleanse us and, and, and mold us and shape us and to break those old habits of ours of the past. That's so I'm going to turn real quickly to first, Second Peter, First 1. And I'm going to look at verse 10 and 11. I'm going to backtrack from there. It says this, Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure, for if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, when you read this, you automatically believe this has to do with salvation. I'm going to take it a step further. It has to do do with working through your salvation. It has to do with being saved, but also working in the midst of your salvation How to continue to grow closer to God. Why do I say that? Let's backtrack to verse 5. And we're going to read 5 all the way down to 9. And this is why I say this. It says, But also, for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. I'm going to stop right there. It says, For this Give indulgence. Add to your faith virtue. Not only are we supposed to have faith in God, we to add to our faith virtue. To virtue, knowledge. Knowing more of Christ. Reading the scriptures. Getting to an understanding of who we are in Christ and who He is and who He wants us to be. To knowledge, self-control. Controlling those inward desires. Those inward um struggle we are all angry we are all upset but self-control is containing that angry that frustration for whatever reason the bad news or the chaos around us and responding and godliness and godliness responding the way we're supposed to respond it says to self-control control perseverance Perseverance to godliness. That means that in perseverance, you're pers- you per- persevering from a challenge that you're faced with. We are facing with this racial challenge in our nation that doesn't seem to be any solution that is, uh, is, seems to work. No matter who we vote as president, no matter um, how many protests we have, whether they're peaceful or non peaceful, nothing seems to work. And the thing about this is, for as long as we continue to do this without having God in the center of it, but as long as we continue doing this without doing it peacefully, as long as we continue to do this without wanting us, us believers to do this in reconciliation as the body of Christ, it's never going to change. It doesn't matter who you vote as the governor or president. It doesn't matter. It can make a difference, yes. But the difference comes from us, the people of God. And it has to start with us. We have to bring forth the racial reconciliation so that the world can see how we do it and they can follow with that. Because we... But that has to happen by us being transformed first. So there's the... Right here in scripture. To wait a to to know that. To persevere godliness. To godliness brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness love. Brotherly kindness. Brotherly kindness. Meaning I have love for my white brother. I have love for my black brother. I have love for my Asian brother. I have love for my Hispanic brother. Brotherly kindness. And it says right here. Love. And, brotherly kindness, love It starts with loving You know, God loves us unconditionally And we are supposed to love God in return unconditionally But then, while we're loving God in return unconditionally We must ask that we love ourselves unconditionally Because we, you know, for me, I'm I'm my biggest critic I'm harder on myself than anyone I know. And my prayer lately has been, Lord, I want to love you unconditionally. The Greek of that word is agape love. He loves me unconditionally. I want to love you in return, Lord, unconditionally. I want to love myself unconditionally. I want to forgive the mistakes that I've made in the past, embrace your love for me, and love myself unconditionally so I can love others unconditionally. (laughs) And there's some people that are easier to love than others. But we must love our brothers and sisters in Christ. We must love those who have yet to come to Christ. Don't love what they do, the wicked that they do, but we love them, the person and how they could be transformed. Every single one of us, all of God's human creation, okay? All of us that were created, human beings, male and female. You go back to Genesis, it says that we were made in his likeness and image. It doesn't say that about animals, doesn't say that about plants, doesn't say that about the gravity. I'm a science teacher as well. It doesn't say that about anything but human beings. We are all made in his likeness and image. We are special to God. We are the highest of his creation, the love of his life. He knows the hairs, the numbers of hairs on our head. He knows every single thing about us. That means that no matter what color or race. We are all special to Him. He wants all of us to come to Him. But we, the church, have to show what that looks like. Verse 8 says, For If these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That means when you start applying these things, you're going to have more understanding of who Jesus is and be able to live life like Him. For who he who lacks these things is short-sighted and even blindness to blindness, and has forget, forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. So, if you forget these things, you are sh- short-sighted, sighted and blinded. Meaning that, okay, I've been so immersed by the world standards, I've been compromising for such a long time that I'm willing to say that the chaos and the rioting is their right. It's okay to hurt. Other people's businesses, as a Christian, I'm willing to say that's okay. When the heart—the heartbeat of God—is being torn right now, He's watching His children this tearing each other up. And you don't think that's that 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 grieves the heart of God? Of course it does. We have a man who's an African American himself crying because his business has been destroyed, and he ha- doesn't have the finances to restore it. How, what what good are we doing as human beings to destroy other people and their, and their businesses and their property and how it's spreading not only in Minneapolis but it's spreading all nationwide and it may be even in smaller towns this stuff happening. What good is that doing? And you say, well, what's the solution, Raphael? You have all the answers, right? The solution is we are going to be people of God who stand forth peacefully and prayfully constantly pray and intercede on the behalf of those who are suffering but also if you have opportunity to give towards a cause that's doing something to make a difference give, give to that help in any way that you can there's, there's churches now that are going to meet with congressmen and other clergy people who come together in their congregation and have a discussion about how to proceed with this, that's your way to start right there come up with a plan Invite these governors, these clergymen to your churches. Speak publicly about how we, and and say to them, how how can we help you as the body of believers? How can we help you as a church to put a stop to this, put an end to this? But it begins with us. We have to stop segregating ourselves within the body of Christ as well. You know? And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and preach against black churches, white churches, Hispanic churches. That's not even my point today. But, is heaven going to have a section for white people... A section for Spanish people A section for black people it's have, Or Asian people If heaven going to have a section for different race? No, we're all going to come together And worship the Lord in unity And serve Him And we need to learn to do that now And we need to show the world What that looks like So that we can make a difference And I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop preaching Because I could speak all day on this But I want to pray I'm calling us to pray as a body believer for reconciliation, racial reconciliation, for peace in our land, for, for, for racism to stop, for rioting and, and looting to stop, for our fallen hum- humanity, fallen nature to be reconciled with God because the church is actually doing what we're supposed to do and that's going to reach, make disciples of all nations, reaching people. No matter if they even if they look different from us. Doing fulfilling the Great Commission. Let's pray. Let's pray together right now. Father God, I come before you right now. I don't know who's watching, but I'm praying and believing right now that you're gonna put a stop to this whole looting, this rioting, this this uh, this chaos in the streets people, that's happening, Lord God, that's not only happening in Minneapolis, but spreading throughout the nation, Lord. I pray for peace in our land right now. You are Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace. And I pray for the peace of God that surpasses all understanding with God, hearts and minds right now in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God. I pray, Father, that you begin to convict those who will call themselves believers, Lord God, but they're out there doing the same thing because they feel like it's their right. Lord, Father, call us back to repentance. Help us, Lord God, as a body of believer, to be the example for the world to follow. To have reconciliation in our own churches. To have. Be against racism, to get along with one another, Lord God, and lift each other up, and carry each other's burdens, love on one another like we're supposed to, like we are called to, so that we can be example for other people to follow, Lord. I pray, Lord, that the church, we fulfill, we walk out the Great Commission. We live to do that on a daily basis. Basis, Lord God, that we examine our hearts and say, "How can I make a difference in our world today, Lord?" Lord, if there are people that are watching and they struggle with racism, they struggle with prejudice because they grew up that way and they don't know any better. Lord, I rebuke that right now in Jesus' name, and I pray that that stronghold be broken, Lord, so they free from that. In Jesus' name, so that we can come together and make a difference in people's lives, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for peace. I pray for joy. I pray that the baptism of the Holy Spirit, as we celebrate Pentecost today, Lord God, would touch everybody that's watching right now, and that they be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord God. That they be filled with the Holy Spirit, Lord, and that you would, that they would be transformed. As you did to the 120, and the day of Pentecost hundreds of years ago, Lord God, after they celebrated the great feast, the harvest time, after they had a huge celebration, Lord God, you showed up 50 days later and you just transformed 120 people who end up transforming the whole world, Lord. And there's no special formula. They didn't have to lay hands on each other. They were worshiping. But the thing about that is that they were in unity. In unison, Lord. We come together in unity. I don't care what denominational background we come from, Lord. We come together in unity and say, Lord, fill us with the power of the Holy Spirit so that we can be bold and our witness to you and so we can be bold in our walk with you, Lord God, and so we can reach the lost, Lord God. And for us, we believe that the baptism, the, the filling of the Holy Spirit, is it was evidence of the, the, the evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues, Lord God. Why the tongue? We, 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 we've talked about that in the past. Why the tongue? Because the tongue has the power of life and death, Lord God. If we're not transformed from the inside, Lord, if we're not transformed, the Bible says the mouth speaks out of the abundance of the heart. So that's why the tongue is important. That's why we have to speak in, and uh, the tongue is a representation. Speaking in tongues is the evidence, the initial evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Lord God, because we have the p- death and life are in the power of the tongue, Lord. Fill us with the Holy Spirit. Fill us with such a presence, Lord God, that both good and evil cannot come out of our mouth. That every time we try to speak forth evil or hateful words to another person, Lord God, that we are convicted. We sense the the conviction upon us and that we repent quickly, Lord, so that our hearts are not hardened, Lord. I pray for soft hearts. Hearts that have been hardened because of of challenges and difficulty and disappointment after disappointment and anger and all these things, Lord God, to be softened right now. Take away all these, all all Hard-heartedness, Lord God, and soften our hearts. Let us have a heart of flesh, Lord. Help us to breathe with the peace of God. And every breath that we take, Lord God, we think about all the lives that were taken, Lord, and wars and, and and rioting and and all this stuff that's happening in our world, Lord God, because of the differences that we cannot we cannot reconcile our differences. We cannot. Get along with one another, Lord God. This nonsense, of nonsense upon nonsense. Years and years of that in our history, Lord God. How sad it is. Forgive us, Lord. Help us not to be a stiff-necked people, Lord. A people who are ungodly, Lord. Let us not be deceived to think that because of our times of, of great abundance and great economic growth in our nation, that we are in the right place with you. And that in the times of our, our challenges and the Great Depression, that you know we are in, in the wrong place. It may be so, Lord God, but it's based on our faith. How, how do we live for you in the good times, in the bad times, and in the ugly times, Lord God? Are we living for you in every single time of our life, good, the bad, the ugly? Help us to put you first, Lord. I pray for a pure heart, Lord. Restore unto us the joy of our salvation, Lord. Create in us a clean heart, O God. Renew a steadfast spirit within us, Lord. Cast us not away from thy presence. Take not thy Holy Spirit from us, Lord God. We want more of you, less of us, and none of this world, Lord God. We are praying for be transformed, Lord. To be completely transformed and renewed. Guys, I you know, I struggle at times myself. And I I try you know, I was reading through this list out of Second Peter, and I was reading through this and I've seen, you know, the last time I spoke, I talked about last Sunday I talked about the Beatitudes. When I'm reading here and I'm looking at faith, virtue, knowledge, and self-control, and perseverance, and godliness. And there's some things I want to persevere. I want to overcome some challenges that I'm faced with in my life. And I go back to um, Matthew chapter 6 of 5. 6. Matthew chapter 6. And I, and I talked about that the last time we met. Last Sunday. About the Beatitudes. Bless are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. We are mourning right now. Mourn for the lost. Mourn for the dying. Mourn for those who are perishing. Mourn for the, 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 the our earth being challenged and, and what's going on with this rioting. Mourn. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Be meek. Blessed are the hung- those who are hungry and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Be hungry and thirsty for righteousness. We don't talk about that anymore, right? We don't talk about holiness and righteousness no more. Be hungry and thirsty so you can be filled with more. Blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. Be merciful. Blessed are the pure heart for they shall see God. Keep your hearts pure. I love what it says in verse 9. Blessed are the peacemakers for they shall see be, be called sons of God. Blessed are the peacemakers. Be people of peace in such a time as that. Don't engage with the media and what the world is saying by creating more controversy, creating more problems. Be a person of peace. Be a peacemaker. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Not persecuted for non-righteousness' sake, that you put yourself in a situation by running your mouth, but persecuting for believing and walking in the ways of the Lord, which is not popular in today's culture, right? But being persecuted, blessed are those who stand for what's right and be persecuted as a result of that. I'm standing firm for what's right. I'm saying right here, right now, it is no good thing for our cities to be rioting, looting, and causing destruction. It's no good thing for a man to be killed because of the color of his skin. It is not a good thing whatsoever, and we have to repent, and we have to get right, and things have to change. But it starts with the church. It starts with us. Father, we pray for our government. We pray, Father God, that we can elect leaders who are close to you, Lord, who love you, who fear you, Lord God, who honor you, who respect you who revere you lord and who want to do things right help us to serve help us to be the kind of people lord god who think before we do lord that we know lord that you want to set people in the places where they belong to do things in righteousness and godliness lord god help us to repent as a nation to invite you once again back into our lives to to to, to walk away from all kinds of evil and to turn to you, Lord God. Give us wisdom, Lord. Give us knowledge and understanding, Lord. Help us to to, um, to just turn from our wicked ways. Forgive us of our sins, Lord God, and our shortcomings. Rise up. Raise up people, godly leaders, men and women from all ethnic backgrounds, Lord God, to lead this nation in righteousness and godliness. We pray this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And finally, Lord, we rebuke this pandemic, Lord God, we rebuke this COVID-19 and everything that's happening all around this stuff, Lord God, we rebuke it right now. Put an end to this pandemic, Lord God, turn things around for your glory. I see today was Pentecost Sunday and many teach as I've been saying for a while, many churches are going to be gathered together today. They're going to have full access to their buildings and some places they have and some people are still coming out of it, Lord God, but there were churches that had service today in the church and so thank you for that lord god we pray that you continue to do great things as we watch you move this pandemic shift it away get it out of our land lord god and how we can how things could turn around for your glory lord you are so good that you could take a bad thing and turn it around for good because that's who you are you're good I'm gonna end right there. I'm gonna I can pray more. I can speak on this more. That's where my heart is at right now. But I'm gonna just end right here. Guys, God bless you. Pray, pray, pray. Seek God's face. Get into his word. Seek his face. Be hungry and thirsty for righteousness. Don't fall to the patterns of this world. Be the example for them to follow. We have to lead the way. We have to show what it is to walk in grace and walk in mercy and walk in forgiveness and walk in love. We have to be the example. We have to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ in our world today so that the lives could be transformed as a result of that. God bless you guys. Love you. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to this message if you enjoyed it go ahead and hit the subscribe button on the podcast or share it with somebody by taking a photo and send it by text message or share it with the link below and they'll be able to click on it and enjoy the message as well thank you very much i'll see you next time